0: Hey, welcome to Twin Peaks, population 5,120. We're the log, ladies. I'm Jane. And I'm Alicia. Today, we are hanging out right by the brook, um, right below a huge waterfall. I don't really know how we got out here. Do you remember
1: getting here? No, I just I just remember a lot of cherry pie. And yeah, I think we're, like, drunk on cherry pie and, like, wandered out here or something.
0: I think so. We got full. We're like, let's just go for a little walk. And then, I don't know, next thing I know, we're waking up in front of this waterfall. Are you feeling okay? You look a little blue. Oh, wait. Don't say that. It's, it scares me. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, today, we are discussing Season 2, Episode 14, Double Play.
1: Um, well, okay. The summary... For this episode is um, Cooper reveals the history of Wyndham Earl to Truman and Audrey strikes a deal with Bobby.
0: This episode was written by Scott Frost, um, who also wrote, he's a writer more than he is a uh, television writer, Um, and he wrote the autobiography of FBI agent Dale Cooper. Um, Isn't that cool?
1: That's kind of cool. I didn't know there was something that existed that was that.
0: Yeah, I feel like everyone who's associated with this show does, like, little extracurricular items that they add on to it. It's cool.
1: They all become fans of the show and want to I be more so. involved in the
0: yeah. world. Um, and then it was directed by Uli Idel. The Log Lady intro for this episode is, My husband died
1: in a fire. No one can know my sorrow. That's last week, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay
0: it's, 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 we really do need okay. to record
1: our faces when we're doing this i know because half the time we're we're talking to each other like we're podcasting but then we're also giving each other secret looks and we're like, like trying looks. to have another <laughs> conversation at the same exact time
0: yeah okay okay <laughs> sorry the the uh, log lady Joe for this episode is the heart it is a physical organ we all know but how much more an emotional organ but how much more an emotional organ as we all know, love like blood flows from the heart. Our blood and love. R- Are
1: you sorry? Okay. I what's happening right now? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, okay. I don't think I was doing anything to make you laugh. I'm, it's me. I, I can't even see you. I have your face covered right now. And okay, I okay. almost had a glass of wine before this and I didn't.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I'm like punchy, I guess. I can't stop laughing. Okay. Let me, let me try that again. I'm sorry. Okay the heart it is a physical organ we all know but how much more an emotional organ this we all know love like blood flows from the heart Are blood and love related does a heart pump blood as it pumps love is love the
1: blood of the universe there's our log lady there's she's back there she blows i don't think that's fitting okay there she blows (laughs) Yeah, but
0: she's back. She's back. She's poetic. It's all. I love it. Yeah, me too. Me too. No idea
1: what it means.
0: <laughs> um I'm so excited to start talking about this episode. Yeah? Yeah, I just this first scene, I'm just I feel like we've been waiting for it. <gasps> I want to hear all about it.
1: We've I'm been excited. talking Okay, I know what you're talking about. We've been talking about this scene for weeks. weeks. For months. <laughs> That's what it feels like. <laughs> the moment we finally knew would come when Leo wakes up and attacks Shelly. Oh it's God. here. I don't know. Why are we excited about this? What's wrong with know. us? I don't know. I don't Man. know. I, just, I can't answer that. Maybe it's like finally a storyline we care about is like happening. <laughs>
0: Maybe. Oh, maybe you're right. Maybe yeah. you're right. And it's like, it makes sense. Like it's it's normal continuity rather than like aliens and like random people being murdered and stuff, you know? Yeah. It makes sense within the story. Mm-hmm. And it's a
1: storyline that's been going on for a while and like characters we like and yeah. When we ca- It's right. what we care about for sure. Um, right. So it picks up right where it left, left off with like the lights flickering on and off and Leo's like not in his wheelchair. He's not in his bed. He's not in his high chair or whatever else. And, uh, we keep like seeing him and, uh, what happens? Well, he tries well, to attack Shelly and then she stabs him with a knife in his leg, Yeah, in his leg, in his calf. <laughs> like he's fine. Well,
0: he, he tries to attack Shelly. Mm-hmm. He's like, she's basically running around the house and all the doors are locked from the inside, oh, yeah, or from the she, like, can't outside. Get out. I guess. Yeah. So she can't get out. Um, and then she grabs a knife. She starts coming for him. Um, And then Bobby finally comes in. He, like, hears the commotion. He runs in. Leo starts to choke Bobby. And then she stabs Leo. And then Leo runs out of the, the, like, plastic fake wall and then runs kind of into the woods.
1: You have such a better memory than I do. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I just rewatched that today, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, I watched it, like. I think, like, a week ago or less or something like that. Um, but, yeah, wait, one thing he says, he, he says, like, good girl or something, right?
0: Yeah. No, he says bad girl. Oh, he says bad he's girl. He's about to kill her. Yeah. And then he says, what does he say after that? He says goodbye, wife. Like, right before <gasps> oh, he's about yeah. to axe murder her. And then yeah. as he's choking Bobby, he again says goodbye. And then he, he like, keeps saying things. Like, it's almost like... um when you play basketball and you, like, shoot your basket and you're, like, swoosh, and then it doesn't make it in, you know? Mm-hmm. It was like that. He's like, goodbye, wife.
1: Like, he's <laughs> just so confident that he's going to kill them. <laughs> and I then know. he just runs into the woods. I know, but, like, I I was kind of... I feel like... I, I don't know. I, like, I feel like we've seen this scene so many times with Leo where we think he's dead or he I gets know. away. Or he, you know, it's just, like, it keeps... Happening, and I was like, "Damn it! Like, no!" I know. So I'm like, "He's, He's out the there again." He's guy, alive. I know. So, uh, yeah, he runs into the wood, and we see we see an owl too. An owl's like screeching and flying by when he runs out into the woods. There were a lot of owls this episode, yeah. and most of them were surrounding Leo. Yeah, I wonder what yeah. that means.
0: I, we still don't know. We just don't, know the owls are not what they seem. Yeah, but I wonder if it's like a good force or
1: a bad force. I think bad. You think bad? I almost uh, I almost sometimes want to think like a protective or good force. That's cool. A little I bit. I never thought of it that way. Because, I mean, Shelly didn't die, you know? That's true. But I don't know.
0: Hmm. I've never thought of it that way. I like that, though. Hmm. Um, so then we we're, we're back at the police station. Um, we left off the last episode. There were a bunch of like blackouts and a fire and they found a body in the sheriff's station. Um, and so we pick back up with the body and Doc Hayward is examining the body. He opens the mouth and he finds a chess piece in his mouth. Um, and basically the whole body is like set up to be playing a game of chess um, and Cooper explains that this is Wyndham Earl's final chess move, basically. Yeah, his next chess move. Yeah. Um, and then he kind of goes into his backstory a little bit.
1: What did you think of this part? I loved it. Really? Yeah, because Cooper kind of went into this before when he told Audrey about his history. hmm And remember, I, I remember we were talking about how, like, oh, like, this is the first time kind of... He was really opening up and talking about like his background and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he does it again, but he tells us even more than we realized. Cause remember, right. he was still kind of vague about who the witness was and who it was he fell in love with. Yeah. So now he like reveals everything, and it makes so much sense now. That was satisfying.
0: Yeah. He reveals that Windham, he fell in love with Wyndham Earl's wife, yeah who was later murdered while they were on a stakeout, or he was protecting her, basically. Mm-hmm. She was murdered while Cooper was unconscious. He woke up to her dead in his arms, and Wyndham Earl went crazy, and they they basically put him in a hospital. Um, but Cooper explains during this scene that he thinks that Wyndham Earl was the one who killed his own wife.
1: Yeah, he thinks that, that she may be... His wife, whose name is Caroline. Yes. um, That she may be, the crime that she witnessed had to do with Wyndham. Correct. And then that Wyndham killed her. And then at the same time, you know, Cooper falls in love with her. It's just like, you know, this love triangle mess. What do you think of the
0: the, uh, actress selection for Cooper's love? Did we see her? We saw her briefly. Do you remember? I don't remember who she was. We saw a little flash of her. Wasn't she like a pretty brunette or something? She was like a blonde. Okay. Like <laughs> just hair blowing in the wind kind of thing. I don't know. I just, I wasn't, I thought she would look more interesting. She just looked very like uh,
1: forgettable, I guess. Well, I guess I forgot about it. So. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> Point proven. Cause Audrey is so unique looking. I thought, you know.
1: Yeah. It just bummed me out. I was like, this is Cooper's love? I guess I just didn't think of any anything of it. Like, anything really good or bad. I was just like, oh. Yeah.
0: I hear you. I mean... Okay. She's dead now.
1: Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> um, and I guess, like, uh, while they're at the police station, another thing that happens is with um, the widow, Lana. Is it Lana? Lana? Lana, Lana. I think. I don't know. Um, yeah, so she... God, it's so weird with her. She, um, <laughs> well, they basically determine, like, Dr. Jacoby determines that she, like, he's like, I spent the whole week with her, weekend with her, and, like, I'm not dead, and it's funny that that's, like, how they so prove So weird. Things. I know. Yeah. It's like, like, what does that prove? I know. What does that really prove? Like, it's fine. Can you imagine doing that with every, like, person that was, like, on a murder trial yeah. or something? Yeah. <laughs> But, you guys are crazy. I spent the whole weekend with her. Yeah. She's fine. She's We're and gonna nothing go bowling. happened to me, you know. We're going to go bowling now. Um, so. But the mayor shows up, Dwayne, with a shotgun and, you know, like, like, doesn't believe any of it. And the weird part is they just are really calm about it. And they're like, oh, no, just let them talk. And they let them in a room together while he's still holding the shotgun.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you notice
1: that? Yeah, yeah. I thought it, I was like, take it away and from him. I was him. like, what are, you, what are you doing? Wait, something bad is going to happen. But maybe that was the whole point because they leave him alone in the room for like a minute and they go back in and he has kiss marks all over his face and they're like together now. Kiss marks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: What? Um, nothing. It's just a funny way of saying because he has like lipstick lips. All, I lipstick don't know. Kiss marks. Sounds funny to me. Lipstick um, prints. Yeah, Lana's like sitting in his lap and he's just like in love with her or something. Yeah. I don't know. I it's think J- Dr. Dumb, Jacoby
1: at some point says like, "Oh, it's like the only thing she has is like a heightened sexual drive." That's like if, you know. It's, it's dumb. so weird. <laughs> I hate it. I hope that's It made me I hope that's the end of that whole storyline because now it seems like an end and thinking back I'm like, "What was the point of that one?" Yeah. Like I can't imagine I her I can't imagine her coming back now. It's like now she's going to go run off with him. Unless he shows up dead. That would be a reason to bring her I, back if he shows up dead.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. That would be interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's like I don't know. I just really thought it was maybe there wasn't enough there to have it be like funny or interesting or anything. It was mm-hmm. just like Leave him alone in a room with a pretty girl and he'll be in love with her in a minute.
1: Yeah. Like she has that power. I do think it's really effective though, how they're showing that. Like, I really believe it. Like with the way she's acting and the way that all the men are reacting to her. Like, Mm -hmm. I I feel that kind of like, so I think that was done well.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: But it's like, what, what, what was the point?
0: But it's depressing to see someone like Cooper be, like, dumbfounded just by someone who's pretty, you know?
1: It's more than that, though. Like, she has something. But I just don't know what the point of showing I thought she is. had
0: something, but then Jacoby was like, it's just a heightened sense of sexuality. So mm-hmm. now I'm like, is she just pretty? And everyone's just like, oh, she's so pretty. And they can't
1: is that all it think is? in front of her.
0: Because that's depressing. Hopefully it's something more. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um... We also get an update on another sexually active, um, hmm. lady. <laughs> so Ed and Doc Hayward are talking in the diner and Ed explains to Doc that Nadine wants to date boys. <laughs> and,
1: boys. Like it always just boys.
0: Yeah. It's, this is such a weird scene because, um, Doc Hayward is like, is she sexually active? I know. And Ed is like, I wake up feeling, feeling like I was hit by a timber truck every morning. And I was like, "What is that? What are you implying that you have is that sex the first with time
1: Is that the first time they're talking about um, like sex on the show?
0: I think so. Yeah, has to be. Yeah, because I took Except that maybe as he's like saying, when James and Donna
1: first have sex. But even then, I think it wasn't super obvious. It's like tame. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was. Yeah, but he made it seem like. Nadine has like a high sex drive And high adrenaline right now And so they have sex every uh-huh. night Or you know So in the right. morning he wakes up And he's just like or Whatever That's what it seemed like, like right? Sore. yeah Yeah he's just like yeah, so sore Yeah 100% sore.
0: <laughs> Which is weird Because we just came off Of last episode Where him and Norma reconnect
1: <laughs> And they slept together so like
0: Yeah It's just weird that Like is he sleeping with her every night? Because it sounds like He's about to like marry Norma Basically Yeah I don't know it's very odd, but it sounds like he's going to let her, he's going to let Nadine start to date, which I'm pretty excited about. That's a storyline I can continue watching and be happy about, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then we also get an update. So then Norma comes over and starts talking to Ed and she's like, oh, Hank called in. He said that he got injured somehow and... Uh, Ed explains, you know, it was Nadine that injured him. He tried to attack me in my own house. And Nadine um, basically jumped him and, like, beat him up. Um, and now Hank is, he, Cooper is making a call and stating that he is. Um, he's, violating, he's violating, he's violating his parole.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, so, he's so he's probably going to go back to jail. Probably going back to prison. Yeah, <gasps> I know. That's go good. Away, Hank. There's there's no way, right? Like, that's too
1: easy. That he's going away or that he could get out of this?
0: I think he's going to get out
1: of it. You think he's going to get out of it?
0: Yeah, I think it's just too easy. Like
1: It does seem pretty easy, but... Ed and Norma don't get to be happy. But I can't imagine... Yeah, they don't get to be together. Like, even in the mm-hmm. last episode, Nate, uh, Norma was like, I know there's, like, everything is, like, pulling us apart. You know, there's, like, yeah. nothing's that... Yeah. Um but I just can't imagine anything that interesting happening if Hank does doesn't go to jail. You know, like if he does Higgy. stay around, I can't imagine anything interesting happening Higgy. that we wouldn't like already have seen. Like, what he's gonna fight Ed again, and Ed's gonna hit him it, back it, like the same thing. It really
0: makes it really makes the whole Hank storyline useless, though.
1: Right? Like, what was the point of him yeah. ever coming? Because now. I mean, the people that he was in business with are dead. Yeah. For One-Eyed Jacks. Norma and Ed are back to square one. Yeah. Pretty much. It's just like,
0: it's almost like he never got to town. Yeah.
1: If anything, he would come back and then maybe, because now this gives, a, this gives Ben, I'm sorry we didn't realize this sooner, this gives Ben the opportunity to take back One-Eyed Jacks. So remember Hake was oh, like, yeah. we, you know, like you're out. And now they're all dead yeah. except for Hank And if Hank's in jail then it leaves it wide open for Ben Oh yeah Unless for sure. Hank comes back and there's like that Something rivalries r- Rivalries going on with that But if anything it, I think it opens it up more For Audrey and Ben to like You know Ben to get that back And Audrey to get more into the business As well Yeah I just think it's better if Hank goes to jail We don't need him around anymore I agree. I'm totally down
0: for it. I'm just, I'm going to be surprised if that actually happens. Also, I, I want to know, last episode, we were very sure mm, that right. Nadine's eye patch was oh gone. Oh my God. What's wrong and with then, us? I sent you a picture this morning because I found a picture of her in high school wearing an eye patch and I was like, we're idiots. <laughs> I don't know where we got that at all. I have no idea. I think I started it. I know. And I just believed you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, peer pressure. I don't know. I don't know. It just seemed. It seemed accurate. Have you heard of that Bernstein Bears thing? No, it's not. Um, have, did you ever read the Bernstein Bears books? Mm, I'll just tell no. you really quickly. Okay. Oh, you didn't. No. Do you know what they are? Oh, no. uh, okay. Never mind. It's not going to matter. They're just children's books, and um, everyone as a child was sure that Bernstein was spelled a certain way. Yeah. And now, recently, the internet just, like, exploded because everyone reali- realized that it was spelled a different way. And they, there's all these theories about how there's, like, alternate universes. and it's—I'll I'll Like send with you memory? Like, kind of, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Listeners, if you haven't heard of it, just Google it. It's, like, a
1: huge internet phenomenon. Um, oh, anyway. One, one thing, one quick thing that happened with Norma and Hank that I really liked is... Um, and they like hold each other's hands at the diner while they're talking, mm-hmm. and then um, one was like, "People will find out." And then Ed was like, "Let him." And I just thought it was He's so like,
0: cute. He said it so slow too. He was like, "Let him." I think
1: it's time I start
0: correcting a few of the mistakes I've made.
1: Well, we could uh, start by getting a cabin, a couple of venison steaks, and a bottle of sparkling wine. People will find out. Later. It is like super deep Ed voice. I love um, Ed. I think if I was to date anyone on the show, I'd want to date Ed. Um, yeah, I agree. <laughs> you agree? Yes. No, just kidding, oh, it'd be Bobby. Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Shoulda known. Well, now that he's a hero and he rescued Shelly or whatever. Exactly. Um, um,
0: also I thought it was odd that Norma doesn't react at all to the fact that Nadine jumped tank. She's kind of like, she, she's like, Nadine jumped tank. Like that was her only reaction oh, that yeah. it was like a girl jumped him. But beyond that, she didn't say like, what? He was in your house. Oh my God. Yeah. It's weird that
1: she didn't react at all. It wasn't a really strong reaction. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Another kind of quick update we get is with Ben, you know, he's still in his, uh, civil war worlds except it's, uh, it's like playing it backwards and the South is going to win in his world. Um, and Dr. Jacoby is finally observing him, but basically lets Ben play out this whole thing. And Jerry, Ben's brother comes into town and Audrey and Jerry are kind of like, wait, what, like, why are you like still letting him be in the state? And Jacoby says that it's healthy for him to play it out. This is like how he deals with his emotions. And that's kind of it, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Jacoby's great in this episode. He's like back full force.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He really is. (laughs) I
0: I feel like he has the most lines he's ever had in this
1: episode. I love it. Yeah.
0: yeah, Jacoby is like, what he needs now is both of your understanding and a confederate victory.
1: (laughs) It's funny. He was so excited for Ben as he was like winning.
0: I know. I love that. He starts singing the song with him. He's great in this episode. Um, if,
1: if anything, I, I take that this like short little scene as Ben is going to be like on the up and coming soon.
0: And you know what? I thought it was really fun because last episode we found out that they were both in West Side Story together yeah. and like they were best friends in it. And this episode They're we got like to see together. them in a room together singing.
1: I know. they were singing. Oh my god! I was so excited. Because yeah, <laughs> when we talked about West Side Story last episode, I was like, God, are they ever even together in a scene? And then yeah. I was, like, maybe the wake or, like, the funeral. But, like, now they're, like, actually interacting together in a scene. Like, it was, yeah.
0: It was, like, perfect timing for us to find that out, I feel like.
1: Yeah, that's fun. Um,
0: yeah. And then um, the only other thing is Ben is continually continuing to quote Shakespeare.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, he quotes Henry V in this episode. He says, we few, we happy few, we band of brothers. I don't know. So there's a lot of Shakespeare quoting in this show. But I'm sure, like, that's kind of... Most shows have a lot of Shakespeare Shakespeare's
1: quotes. quoted a lot and everything. Yeah. True. So.
0: Yeah. Um, so then moving on a little bit to Audrey, who is now like stepping up, which I'm really excited about. I do. I want her. She shows in this episode that she wants to run the business and I really want her to. Um, except for one-eyed jacks, I don't really want her to get involved over there.
1: If anything, I would see in my ideal world that Ben would focus more on one-eyed jacks and she would focus more on, like, the hotel or something. That would be if ideal. Thing They kind of, like, I don't know. Hmm.
0: They're partners, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, she has a meeting with Bobby and she tells him, she's like, Bobby, do you want to get rich? And he's like, immediately. Mm-hmm. She's like, from now on, I'm the one that you suck up to. Bobby's like, what about Shelly? And Audrey's Audrey's response is, what about Shelly? And I think well, at I that really point, funny. it cuts
1: to, like, Shelly being attacked by Leo. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It was nice. That's so sad. <laughs> but I think that whole sequence is probably my favorite part of this episode. Yeah. Like, the Audrey-Bobby meeting and then Bobby going to rescue Shelly. Yeah, and then, yeah. like,
1: juxtaposed together next to each other like yeah. that as well. It had a strong yeah. effect. Yeah, I liked all that a lot. Um... Yeah. Um, Another like small storyline is like the Lucy, Dick, Andy storyline that's still going. Um, So. Well, Andy tells Lucy like what they're thinking with little Nikki and how like maybe he murdered his parents and she's like not having it. And uh, she find out from who does she. So like Lucy like does her own investigating. Does she find out from Dr. Jacoby? Or Doc, Doc Hayward. Hayward. Okay. Yeah. She finds out and, like, Doc Hayward tells him the whole story about little Nikki and his innocence and is, like, growing up and losing his, you know, just, like, his whole sob story. And yeah. And Andy and Dick just start sobbing. Like, there's, like, yeah. men that are crying about the story. They're, like, so affected by it. Um, Which kind yeah, of feels yeah. like almost another end to that storyline, too. Doesn't it? It does. It's like. We haven't even seen does, little Nikki yeah. in like the last episode or two. That's true. And like, that's another small storyline that I kind of thought something could happen with it, like Lana or like, I don't know what else at the moment, but where it's like, oh, something like could potentially like really come out of this. And then right. it just feels like it's ending and it's like, well, what was the point of that?
0: I feel like Nikki's gonna end up murdering someone.
1: Yeah, maybe, the, that maybe I'm just maybe gonna call it down. right now. Maybe these aren't these yeah. storylines aren't done, but would they just like feel like they are or something. Yeah, I think that might be what it is. You do think he's gonna murder someone? Because I think Lana's gonna murder the mayor.
0: <laughs> okay, I predict Nikki's gonna murder someone, and you predict Lana's gonna murder someone. So you think the
1: mayor? I think the mayor. I guess we have to pick someone. Who
0: would little Nikki? Mickey... Nikki's gonna murder. <gasps> it's gonna be either Andy yeah. or Dick, right?
1: Do you think it's gonna be the one that's the father or not the father?
0: <gasps> oh my god, that's such a good question. Oh my gosh, yeah, because.
1: It's got to be find out the father soon, right?
0: is. Yeah, you know, it has I mean, to be
1: whoever the father is. I mean, we don't want Andy <laughs> to die, obviously, right? No. I'd much prefer Dick. There's a little funny scene with, with Andy and how he can't get his glove off.
0: Silly, you silly old just Andy. just love Andy. I love Andy. <laughs> oh, he's so cute. And you just love him being like... Awkward. Like, and just
1: yeah. Awkward <laughs> and, <laughs> Foolish. I loved that scene. Like, I'm I could think of so many scenes with him where he just like can't handle something basic. Like with the tape, he like couldn't handle putting <laughs> up tape notes. and post-it notes and he one? can't handle gloves. Yeah. Like, how is he gonna handle a baby poor guy? <laughs> he how is he gonna get fingerprints? Remember when something? we were suspicious? The whole he had the gloves. Remember when we were suspicious of Andy at one point? Because he's like so awkward and clumsy, <gasps> and then he like shoots someone and saves Hank or, or he saves uh, Harry. Yes. And we're like, whoa, where did that you know, come from? And then we're like,
0: hmm You know why? Because I, I that was like the first episode that I went on the Twin Peaks message board. Oh, yeah. And someone on the message board was like, Andy's the tallest guy there. Like they were just explaining all this At stuff the stuff and why they thought, they thought. There was like a whole theory mm-hmm. about
1: Andy. Yeah. And now that's out the window too. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely not Andy. <laughs> yeah, it's weird to to what? Yeah. Think of all the things that, like, at the time they thought about. Yeah. And then now it's yeah. looked at very differently.
0: I went on the message boards this week, and I have a few little things that I want to bring up. Right. It's fun. Right now? It's so fun to read through. No, probably at the end. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can right now. I don't want to wait. Okay. Oh, okay. I hate waiting. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So we've got. Number one, we have a message from a lady named Kathleen. So this is on the um, tv.com message boards online. So this is from 1990. I went back to the actual forums from the date that this episode aired. Mm -hmm. So we have a message from Kathleen. She says, I've been withholding judgment on Twin Peaks for its treatment of women, but this episode really sickened me. Shelly sprawled on the floor by the fridge in terror, totally unable to do anything. Jeez. I try to justify it by thinking, well, Shelly's been terrorized by Leo for so long and is so shocked that he's awake that she's just paralyzed with terror. But still, oh, well, at least she finally grabbed that knife and stabbed him. But she should have stabbed him in the heart, not the leg. (laughs) And then she goes on to talk about the Playboy Bunny Widow and Cooper's uh, lost love Mm. and how they're both kind of like, I don't know, basic looking ladies that don't have that much depth.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Do you agree with that?
0: Um, I think I do. I think I do in this episode,
1: at least. Yeah. I, th- I agree with that in this episode, although I've been, like, looking up a lot of stuff about, like, the female characters in the show just in general. And I feel like overall in the show, it's not usually like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's interesting that this episode was like that.
0: I don't know. We do have a question from a listener about that and we can kind of get into it at the end of the episode, but I have some thoughts as well. Okay. Um, and then we, the other thing that I saw in the message board that made me laugh yeah. was someone was like talking about Leo and they're like, oh, he reminds me of Frankenstein. <laughs> and then they, they had this whole little, like this little bit that they went on and they're like, the scene that I want to see next is frankenstein talking to wyndham earl earl going like no no leo it's only fire fire good fire (laughs) walk with me and then leo arg yeah that's gonna be funny (laughs) yeah i see that he doesn't remind
1: me frankenstein
0: yeah fire walk with me that makes sense um it all lines up and then another thing we saw uh, or I saw Dave on the forums also said, whenever reference was made to the White Lodge this episode, the following shot was a shot of the Great Northern
1: and then the Waterfall. Yeah, we saw a lot saying, of the Waterfall this episode just in yeah.
0: general. So his thought was that maybe that's a secret en- entrance <gasps> for the great, for the
1: White Lodge. Oh, man. I wonder if that's actually a spoiler. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I don't think it. Well, it can't be a spoiler because it was posted, you know, the day that the episode aired. Oh
1: that's a really interesting idea though yeah that makes sense especially with the whole talk of like parallel universes and huh yeah i thought that was really it's cool it's like white water you know what it's like with the waterfall yeah 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 i thought it was weird i'm like oh they keep showing the waterfall this episode i was like well, that has to mean there something. was a
0: lot of mm-hmm. water in this episode um So moving on. So we we also get an update from Catherine and Pete. Mm -hmm. Um, Very short, but basically she just reveals to him that Eckhart or that um, Andrew is alive. And then they talk about Eckhart and that they hope that Eckhart returns so that they can basically seek revenge on him. And then we get a little scene showing that Eckhart has returned and he's staying at
1: the Great Northern. Oh, I know. Yeah, he just checks in. Mm-hmm. And like he's waiting by the fireplace, and the fire is reflecting in his glasses, and he just looks like oh yeah, the devil. he looks like a devil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh my god, so, Duncan, it's okay. Oh, oh, please, it's okay. <laughs> you stole my pen. He took my pen. Oh my gosh, because <laughs> Francois, my cat has been in the room with me this whole time. And I heard something behind me and I thought it was my cat. And then I turned around and it's like this huge dog. Oh, <laughs> you scared me. We just said that we just were talking about the devil. And you came up behind me. Oh, buddy. Okay. I'm here. <laughs> that was so God funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, um, that?
0: So that's all with Catherine and, and Pete and Andrew. Okay.
1: Um, and the whole, well, the last thing that happens in this episode, that's a big thing is the whole James story, which I, I like a lot more this episode, maybe because an original Twin Peaks character is coming into it because Donna yes. like, interacts with the storyline. That's probably yeah. why I actually really like it. Um, but there were some pretty cheesy parts. Oh my god. Ugh.
0: James's acting is so
1: it's really bad. bad. And
0: one of the I things can't even. one of the
1: things we just learned from one of our listeners was that like at the time, like part of the reason why they did this whole James spinoff is because he was like a big heartthrob to a lot of women, a lot of girls. I don't I don't get which, it. Which I mean I I see he's a very attractive young man, but at the same time Yeah, just yeah. At the same time no, no. Like thank I you. get
0: it. Like who else I hear would it you, be? I know, I'm joking. It wouldn't be Bobby. Why not?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> because I mean James still has that whole mysterious like bad boy thing going on. It's just like not really there, but it is there. I guess. I feel like
0: I would if I watched the show when I was like a teenager I think I would be much more into Bobby than I would
1: be into James I just feel like James is such a little dummy like he just if I was a teenager a teenager like if I was 15 16 I think I'd be into James I'd be like oh look at him he's a bad boy he rides a motorcycle he travels he <laughs> fixes cars like I don't know I think I'd be like into that I'd have to be younger though I could see you yeah like yeah. a little just like okay, boy fine. crazy like it doesn't matter he's so handsome and he's like when he tries to talk um, like profoundly, but it like doesn't actually have that much depth. It's it's still kind uh-huh. of like I could see a young girl being like, oh, so you know, he's so he's deep, so deep, but you know,
0: <laughs> yeah, I hear you. <laughs> So James gets a lot of insight this episode. Basically, he finds out that Jeffrey, the rich guy that he's been fixing cars for, is not evil and definitely not abusive. He's just, like a very nice guy. No. Um, yeah. and he he keeps pushing Evelyn off. He keeps his he keeps saying like, no, it's bad, it's wrong, whatever. You're
1: married, which is like weird because it didn't bother him last yeah, episode. Yeah, I was wondering well. where kind of like he well, he just like I'll, did a one like eighty flip three sixty. What, yeah what
0: you, <laughs> 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 what's wrong with us today I don't know okay <laughs> we're all uh, 180
1: yeah uh, he did yeah. a 210 degree flip um yeah he just <laughs> seems very different than where he was at last episode
0: yeah I agree um and he he so he he basically says you know I'm done with the car I want to leave he starts packing his stuff He's getting ready to go. Um, but we, right before that, we get this scene with Evelyn and she's watching her husband drive away and then we hear a car crash. And basically it's
1: implied that her husband, Jeffrey, is now dead. I When that happened, because he drives away and it shows a close-up of her face and you hear the sound of a car crash, I couldn't tell if it was something that actually happened or if it was something that she was imagining happening.
0: Agreed. Agreed. It was like, it had weird reverb or something, so it made it sound like it was a dream. Yeah, and it happened so soon after,
1: and it just stayed on her. Nice kid. He's done a fine job on the car. Let's see what it'll do on the open road. Goodbye, Jeff. Yeah. But then she says later that like, you know, he he gets an accident and he dies. So yeah. it does
0: The reveal is really weird because it seems like she goes upstairs to maybe delay James from leaving. Mm-hmm. But and as she's talking, cop cars start to pull up and she looks out the window and she's like, Jeffrey's dead, there was an accident. But it's like five minutes into their conversation. So
1: I don't know. But then when weird. James realizes he's like, You set me up because obviously something was probably wrong with the car. It made yeah. me think Okay, how is he? Set yeah, up? well, like two things. It's like, yeah. well, he f- okay, James fixed the car and it was running fine before. Mm-hmm. So did she or her brother go back in and change something? And or d- does it, James really not know how to fix cars? Like, <laughs> <laughs> is James just as dumb is as Is he we like bad at <laughs> <and> everything? <laughs> he can't even fix cars. <laughs> I don't know.
0: I think okay, so I what I'm imagining it what what I'm imagining is that her brother went in and cut the brakes or whatever, yeah. and so now her husband is dying or dead, whatever. But then, how in the world does that set James up? Because like he's the mechanic, I he's guess been it makes working it look like on their car, it.
1: and I guess the two people that would be able to say that would be Evelyn and her brother. Uh, like like he was he's been staying there and working on the car. It's like their it's like their word against his, I guess.
0: I guess. It's just like what possible motive would he have? He wanted to be to with me. her. Oh uh, maybe. I don't know. Um and then and then Evelyn has a last minute change of heart and she's like, I love you. I didn't believe him. <laughs> me neither. And then she's like, Go, James, be with that young girl that loves you. Oh yeah. And she tells him to run away. And then Donna's there. I don't know how Donna
1: got there. I was, I was thinking that she, I she, guess followed, she followed Evelyn her. home from the bar. Yeah. Because Donna goes, um, in this episode, she goes to the bar where James asked Ed to deliver money to. So she goes to the bar and she's, like, asking the bartender, like, oh, I'm looking for this, like, young biker, James. And Evelyn's at the bar and she overhears Donna and she talks to her and tells her how James did some work for them. Well she says it like very vaguely She's like oh he did some work for me And Donna's like what kind of work And then she's like oh he like you know mm-hmm. fixed her cars or whatever And then she lies and she tells Donna that he left That um, that James already left mm-hmm. And Yeah and so then Donna
0: I guess follows her home and during this whole interaction, she's downstairs waiting for James to come out. James comes out and they both run away yeah. together and hopefully get away from the cops. But who he knows? seems happy to
1: see her like he's surprised, but happy. Yeah. Yeah, it does seem yeah. like that. Um, well, that was nice. And then also um, at some point, James's song, James and Donna and Maddie's. God, I forgot Maddie was in that song, too. Um, their yeah. song plays in this episode. I feel like we haven't heard that in a while we haven't yeah. yet yeah. it plays oh when like James is I guess distraught about whether he should really leave or not and he kind of like breaks down a little bit and then it keeps playing when we see Donna in the bar and it's just like it's connecting right. them I, I kind of I feel like it means it's like bringing them back together I, I'm not sure but
0: oh that's interesting um, and we, we've talked about the song a lot in the past because we both were like <laughs> weirded out by it, I think. Um, <laughs> weirded out. And <laughs> one of our listeners, Dave, wrote in this week and he, he talked about some interesting stuff about the song. So he said that <laughs> um, James, the actor who played James, um, was interviewed for in a, in a magazine and he was asked specifically about the song and he said that David Lynch asked him, Um, to sing on the show. He was like, hey, we want you to sing. And James was really excited to do it because he did already sing and play guitar. Um, So he learned the song that David Lynch gave him, and then he felt really confident to go into the studio and record it. And then after every take that he would do, David Lynch would say, no, sing it higher pitched. <laughs> and so he would just say like, no, higher pitched. And that's why it sounds so weird yeah. is because he's like trying to be as high as possible. He said that um, by the end of it, he couldn't tell if this was actually what David Lynch wanted or if he was just, you know, trying to make fun yeah, of it. Yeah, like if he actually <laughs> liked
1: the sound of James singing so high pitched or if he was yeah, like trying to make it like weird or uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, or make fun of the fact that James is such a oh, wimpy, Oh yeah, that he's like kind of
1: a wimpy, weak character. They'd be singing really yeah. high pitched. So now, yeah, Jane, this yes. proves that it really is him singing because for a while you it is you him, thought it wasn't but him. I kept saying,
0: I kept saying how yeah. weird it was that, like, it sounded and you were like, I've heard people sing like that. Well, I just I so know I think both of I us are right. different
1: people can <laughs> sound when they sing, but it makes sense now because he was out of, like, his comfort singing zone, you know? Totally. He was singing, so yes. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. I really think it was because it's like he's. James is wimpy. Like actually, like he seems like the tough guy, but he's actually pretty wimpy.
0: He is. He's a wimp. Donna's way I tougher know. than him. Yeah, yeah. She should be riding that motorcycle. Donna and
1: Audrey and yeah, a lot of them,
0: a lot of the women in the yeah. show they can hold their own. Um. So the one we haven't talked about, Major Briggs. Also, oh yeah,
1: there was a little thing with him.
0: Yeah, very short. But he comes in. We really thought that he was going to be gone for this whole episode. Um. But he comes in briefly. Um, to the station and he just talks about he he's like i'm back and he says um basically the original case that he was on to find an identified flying objects he says that he felt like the motivation for that search is no longer pure which is interesting to me Hmm. i like that phrasing um and then they had this really bizarre take where they're all drinking water really fast right before they mm-hmm. meet. Do you remember that? Um, it's really I'm weird. That. Lucy's like, does anyone want water? And it's him, Harry and Cooper. Mm-hmm. And they all take a full glass of water and just like gulp it down. And it's just silent. Huh.
1: Like, that's it's weird. Really weird. That has to do with like like uh, the water theme kind of in this episode with like the waterfall. And yeah. Why are they all drinking
0: water? I don't know. And um, he Major Briggs also said that during his disappearance he fe- he believes that he was taken to the white lodge. Uh-huh. He doesn't remember it, but he believes that he was there.
1: And he kind of he gives he gives a warning as well. He says that there's much trouble ahead.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And he also says he's like if you need me, I'll be in the shadows. Um and I thought that was interesting because we get a lot of shadowed figures this episode, too. Hmm. Um so we, we start off the episode or I don't, I don't remember if it's the very start. Yeah. We start off the episode showing the vagrant who was killed, mm-hmm. who is in the shadows of the sheriff's office. And then, um, we also have a scene of Leo totally shadowed, just a silhouette, okay. like trying to kill, um, Shelley. Shelley. And then lastly, we get in Wyndham Earl at the very end of the episode It's completely oh shadowed I, when Leo I totally forgot about Wyndham
1: Earl at the end. Yeah, we haven't talked
0: about, about that yet either. <laughs> yeah. So the the episode ends with Leo, he went into the forest after he attacked Shelly and she stabbed mm-hmm. him. Um, and he's kind of just, it looks like he's just been wandering because he's covered in like dirt and stuff. And he wanders up to this cabin and he opens the door and it's Wyndham Earl in there. Um, but Wyndham is being super nice to him. He's like, come on in friend, like it's okay. And... He basically just lures him in
1: and you can, you can tell he's like playing chess by himself yeah. in the middle of the woods. How many random cabins in the woods, in the woods are there in this town? Like there's I so know. many, cause they like wandered into the wrong, I, the police wandered into the w- wrong one when they were looking for, um, who they were looking for someone's cabin and they like wandered into the log lady's cabin. There's like, you know, Uh huh. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I felt like when I saw this cabin I was like, am I supposed to recognize this cabin? I don't remember yeah. if this is one we've been there's to so before.
1: Many, yeah. It's like never
0: ending. So many mysterious. Yeah. Cabin. But isn't that interesting like everyone has kind of shadowed this episode? Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of silhouetted figures. It's different. Yeah. yeah. Um so I guess now we can get into our listener email. Okay. I'm excited. Okay. And then we have a
1: little bit of Twin Peaks news also. Okay, so one of our uh, listeners, John, he wrote into us and kind of commented on the fact that, um, you know, we're the only all female podcast that he's come across, at least. And he asked us how we feel about gender politics in the show and all the women that are in trouble, which is a really interesting question. Like this one really made me think about how I felt about the show in general and just like episode by episode. And I like was trying to do research about it as well, which is hard to do without trying to read spoilers. Like I have to like close yeah, my eyes and I, I think agree. something's coming. But
0: I know <laughs> I feel the same way. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, it's a really interesting question and I was really excited to talk about it. I feel like I, I think about it every mm-hmm. once in a while when we're watching the show, but I always forget to bring it up because I always want to talk about race, mm-hmm. too. Um, just because it's so limited in this show, but we just never gotten to that discussion yet. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe when the season ends, we can like kind of get discussion. more in
1: depth with different aspects. Yeah. 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 It'll be
0: more, we can read up more on it too. Um, but so about this topic, what were your first, what was your first reaction? I guess.
1: Well, my first reaction was like, Oh, this is like a, this is a really good question. It's like a more challenging question too. Um, but my, the first thing I thought of was just kind of the show overall, like overall and how overall I feel like the majority of the characters are like really strong female characters. Like I really view them as that, like a lot of them just like they're in control of their lives and whether they, like, they're all really in depth characters as well. Mm -hmm. Like for the most part, even though, I mean, there's some things like with like the violence towards women and like 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 uh, the women being sexualized sometimes or like Shelley's in an abusive relationship. There's such a wide range, but I feel like overall, like the women like have control of their lives and they, I don't know, they're like true to themselves. They're not just doing something because they think they should or, yeah.
0: Right. Yeah, I think I agree. I think the interesting thing is I'm conflicted because I feel like when I think about the show Mm -hmm. overall and the characters overall, it seems like they are strong characters who get to do what they want to do and make their own decisions and are really strong. But then if I think about episode by episode, it's really easy for me to find ways in which the female characters are portrayed to be less strong than the male characters Mm -hmm. over and over again. Like Audrey being saved by Mm -hmm. Cooper and Shelly being saved by Bobby and... I don't know. Like, there's multiple examples of it, too. But then there's, I guess, examples of them being overly strong, too, like Catherine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's a good mix, honestly. Yeah. Like, sometimes I get really frustrated by the over-sexualization, especially with this most recent couple yeah. of episodes and the new character. But in general, I feel like there's a honest... Like, there's an honest... Um, attempt at making really good rounded female characters which I don't get that often there's a lot of people that I relate to in this episode or in this show which that doesn't happen that often for me Mm -hmm. with other shows
1: and even the females that just like seem really prettier they could be a really surfacey character or even the characters like like Donna like we've we've kind of pinned her as being like a little more immature compared to say um Audrey But, like, I still feel like she's just as strong in a different way. And she's just, like, finding her own way and doing what's right for her. Yeah, I agree. And then when I was thinking about, and like, in this episode, Andy and Dick are, like, crying when they hear that story. I feel like we do see men, like, showing emotion a lot in the show. And, like, that's different, too. That Mm -hmm. is,
0: yeah, that's true. Yeah, Andy's constantly crying. But it's not
1: just him, too. Like, Bobby (laughs) cries when he has that, like could talk with his father, like, his father cries. Like, they're yeah. not necessarily afraid to show emotion. I don't know. I said, I think that says something agree. about it, too. I
0: agree. Yeah. And, like, it, it feels like a really honest writing of women. Like, it feels like David Lynch is honestly just trying to make rounded characters, not specifically, like, I have to make this woman and I have to make her strong mm-hmm. kind of thing, which I feel like is what's happening on television a lot recently. Yeah. Because there's so much backlash about not having strong female characters. People are, like, writing with the purpose of just having a strong character. And it's, like, you have to make a person, too, not just, like, a strong female character. I guess. I don't know. So I like that about the show, too. Everyone's very well-rounded and has Mm -hmm. a lot of... Like, they're all very different people in a lot of different interesting ways. Which is, like, what
1: you were saying like a minute ago like you can go back and like pick out things from different episodes of like examples where they're weak or they're being disrespected but then you can also find a lot of things where they're really respected and they're really strong and like goes both ways and I think like it all comes to the fact that like yeah there's like an honest portrayal of mm. like a person like it's not just a woman mm-hmm. it's like a person mm-hmm.
0: yeah I agree with it's that it's
1: nice I, I like never really thought about it like that and it's nice to think about the show from 1990 is, was doing that.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah, I agree. And I, it kind of hit me last week, I think, cause I was thinking about how often I feel, um, like I can relate to a mm-hmm. character, especially a female character. And I really, do you feel that often with, do you like have that experience often with current shows or other shows that you watch? Not that I can think of
1: like right now off the top of my head for current shows that I'm watching.
0: I feel like I typically yeah. don't like, I don't have the same experience as I did with Audrey from like right off yeah. the bat. I was like, Oh, I love her. Yeah. I want to be here. So this is true, which I, I really appreciate that. Like, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like they're doing a good job. I feel like sometimes it's not wonderful, but that's I mean, that's to be too, expected yeah. and yeah, exactly. So Yeah. It's fun to talk yeah. about stuff, though.
1: It's fun I to like dissect. like getting in deeper.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I think that's um, the majority of the listener stuff we have today. And then I have some Twin Peaks news. Ooh. So I'm going to go through it pretty quickly. It's not a ton of stuff. There's just like new stuff every day because, you know, the new season is being filmed currently. Um, so just I'm just going to read through them and then you can just give me your honest okay. reactions. All right. So number one, terrible TMZ leaked a video <laughs> from the set. <laughs> um, they leaked a video from the set, and they said Laura Palmer might just be alive in the series. That's US crazy.
1: That's I think, crazy. I think right? if anything, it w- they would like bring her character back, and they would maybe be like, "Oh, wait." what would Laura be doing now? I mean, that sounds cheesy, but I think they could do it in a really, it could be a flashback. Like, I think they could do it in a really well done way. I yeah. Can't. Yeah. It could easily be a flashback, right? Like
0: how would they even know if they're well, just Well, if it's Laura this.
1: currently, you know, she's 25 years older.
0: Oh, yeah, you're right.
1: So but it could have been like, <laughs> like a flashback, but a futuristic flashback. What are those? What are those? <laughs>
0: yeah. Flash forward. so. <laughs> I don't know. Pro- projection.
1: Or maybe the actual I'm or the sure. actress that plays Laura and Maddie like plays somebody else.
0: Yeah. yeah maybe. I mean they did that that's with true. Maddie, so Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's crazy talk. She can't Hopefully be dead. That's alive. actually happening.
1: I came back from the dead.
0: <laughs> um, and then this is not news, but I was just really excited to find this out. So it's news mm-hmm. to me. I was perusing Twitter and I found out that um that Kyle McLalhan, who yeah. plays Cooper, he has his own wine, <gasps> and it's called Pursued by Bear. And I just feel like we should oh, just be drinking it every episode wine. we record.
1: Oh
0: <laughs> Isn't that goodness. cool? He's been making it since two thousand five. It's a Cabernet Belt. I love blend. Cabernet.
1: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite wine. <laughs> Your hair
0: sucks. <laughs> and. And I thought it was really cool because he said the name comes from stage direction in The Winter's Tale. It's called Pursued by Bears. That's just stage direction from a (laughs) play. Isn't
1: that cute? I like that. Um, We should definitely try that. I'm also, it's also weird to think that like filming is going on right now. Like filming is happening right now. I know. It's crazy. Like Like, I want to go, like I wish it was closer. I wish it was being, where is it being filmed? It's not in LA, is it? Oh my
0: God. I don't, it has to be. It's gotta be, Washington.
1: But like yeah, that's what they shot it originally. Uh, it makes me wanna like try and go to Saturn. Damn it, that'd be I so know. cool.
0: Um, okay, let's see what else we got here. Um, so we also got David Duchovny, who plays Denise Bryson, mm-hmm. hinted that he's gonna be in the newest season. Of I definitely Peaks. hope he's back. Uh, oh my god, that would be amazing. They have I love to have him back because I really. X-Files is rebooting too, and it would just be awesome. Um, He said, he says, there's a chance I'll show up on Twin Peaks. And he said, I'll even shave my
1: legs. (laughs) (laughs) He's still a woman.
0: (laughs) He's awesome. Um, We also got an update. I think I talked last week about how um, the actor Peter Sarsgaard was going to be in Twin Peaks. Because there was all this news about him being in Twin Peaks. He's not going to be in Twin Peaks, so all <laughs>
1: Um,
0: Never mind. Um, and then I think that's pretty much it. That's all yeah. we got. Um, please continue to email. Yeah, us. thank you so much for all of the
1: to- outreach we've been getting lately. It's 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 really nice. It's really inspiring. It's really interesting. And yeah, keep it coming.
0: Yeah, we love it. It's like so, it's so fun to ponder these questions and. Like we said before, it's hard for us to look stuff up because we don't want to hit any spoilers. So it's really fun when you guys send in some spoiler-free questions and thoughts yeah. to us. Um, it's perfect. It's like, it's perfect. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so follow us at on Twitter at LogLadiesPod and send us an email at LogLadiesPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.